1: Hello everybody, it's so great to be here with you, our last show before Christmas. I'm your host Bronwyn Smith, you are watching or listening to It Starts With A Dream on Inspired Choices Network and today we're talking about why do people tell you it won't work. So you have this brilliant idea and you're excitedly telling people and they suddenly become naysayers and they say, no, that won't work. No, um, you won't do that. You can't do that, you know, blah, 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 all of that sort of stuff. And um, what's their motivation? Why do they do that? And, you know, so I thought I'd give you my perspective on it today but um you know we've all had naysayers in our life and people for some reason love it I don't understand why I've never really understood why um I always um prefer to be someone's cheerleader you know not not saying I'm wonderful but I just think it's a much nicer way to be um and um If people have these great dreams, then cheer them on. Don't become a naysayer. And we've all had them. I remember, you know, when I was younger and um, I'd applied to do law at university and I didn't apply straight after school. I applied a couple of years after I left school. Um, And the reason was, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I left school. And that happens to so many people. So I worked for um, a couple of years and then decided I would become a lawyer and, um, and I applied to law school and I told, you know, some extended family and some friends and they were like, no, you'll never get through that. You'll never finish. No, you can't do that. You can't become a lawyer. And, um, I was like, why not? Like you became an architect or a doctor or a teacher or whatever it was they were doing. Like, why can't I become a lawyer? no, 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 you can't do it. And one person said to me, no, you can't do it because you didn't do it straight after school. You've waited that three years or whatever it was to do it. I was like, you know, what's that logic? That was really bizarre to me, that logic, but whatever. So we've all had naysayers in our life and some for some people, when they have naysayers, they believe them and then they feel really defeated and they don't even try to do whatever it is they're going to do or they wanted to do. And, um, you know, I, I find that really upsets me because you know, people should give it a go. Uh, Give it a go if you really, really want to do something. And you might not do it immediately. It might be something that you just mull over for even like a decade or more. Um, But, um, you know, like I always wanted to write a book and I didn't for about 12 or 13 years. I'd sort of talked about it and said to people, I really want to write a book. You know, someone asked me once, if I wasn't a lawyer, what would I be? And I said, an author. Um, that's how much I wanted to write a book, but I couldn't figure out what to write about. But, you know, the timing probably was never right um, in my own head, not anything external. And what I mean by that is I didn't know what to write about, so the timing wasn't ever really right. I did try and write a couple of books and never really got past the first chapter or two until I really found something that I wanted to write about and I wanted to put out into the world. Um, And then it was really easy, you know, it was easy to find the time to actually write the book So don't be too hard on yourself if you have this thing mulling around in your mind of, you know, I really want to write a book or whatever it might be. I really want to become a gardener. Um, I really want to become a baker. Um, Whatever it is, it might just have to mull around in your mind, might do that for a decade or two. But don't completely give up. When the time is right, then absolutely go for it. And I heard lots of stories about that during COVID where people were, you know, locked in their house and they had no, no idea what to do. Um, one woman in particular was a teacher and she um, um, her job went from a full-time job to part-time. Just a couple of days a week because, of course, the kids weren't going to school. They were all at home being homeschooled. So they equally didn't need the teachers. And she loved baking, but, and had always wanted to have a job baking. had wanted to open up a bakery or something like that but had never gotten around to it because she needed to continue to teach to pay the mortgage and to pay her daily expenses so she hadn't done it and she really wasn't sure that she could do it and of course you know there were people around her cheering her on but there were equally people around her that told her she couldn't do it. So then during COVID as a little bit of fun she uh, decided that she was going to Um, bake cakes and she was going to decorate them and while she was decorating them she uh, taped how she decorated all these different cakes from wedding cakes to birthday cakes to kids cakes whatever she did like a whole range of them and they were really popular so she started a um, um a business where she would Uh, people could pay whatever it was she was in the uk so they were paying say 10 pounds a month and every week she would decorate a different cake um, and she would show them step by step how to do it she'd give them the recipe she'd go really slowly so um, people could really work out how to do it she would upload the video into the membership so people could then Follow it step by step at a later date, and she, you know, ultimately had hundreds of these different cakes that she decorated for every single sort of event. People that were in the membership and paying could send her um, an email or. Um, put into the membership you know can you do one for you know decorate a cake for Halloween for example so they could ask her to show them how to do specific things and she would do them so she made a business out of it and such a great business that when COVID was over she actually resigned from her teaching position because this other business had taken over and, and was doing really really well so um you know if that's you if you've got something mulling in your head don't give up on it it might not just be the right time but equally don't listen to the naysayers why do people tell you you can't do something you know and they really don't know it might be a A parent or a sibling or your best friend and they're saying no you can't do that Um, it won't work but they don't know you know the people that told me I couldn't be a lawyer they had no idea whether I had the capability of being a lawyer or not you know they weren't a lawyer they were the same age as me they'd gone off in a completely different profession they had no idea but They just wanted to be negative. Now, why? Why do people want to be negative seemingly just for for the sake of being negative? Why do people want to do that? Why do people want to push you down? Why don't they want to build you up? And here's the thing. We all think it's about us, that they're saying it about us, but they're not really. Let's look at it a different way. They're really saying it about themselves. They're saying, firstly, they don't think they could do it. So the people that were telling me that I couldn't be a lawyer, none of them were lawyers that told me that. All the lawyers I said, you know, I want to go to law school and become a lawyer, they were like, hell, yeah, you'll be a great lawyer. You'll be really good. Like you're passionate, you know, you're confident, like you've got a lot to learn, but you can learn it. Every We all learn it. It's just a learning curve. So we did it. It was all the people that had no idea. They weren't in the legal profession and they had no idea what it took to be a lawyer or what it didn't take to be a lawyer. They just had no idea. So, but they were really quick to tell me I couldn't do it. And the truth of the matter is I could do it and I did do it, but they couldn't do it. Ever thought of that? Maybe they're saying that you can't do it because the truth is they can't do it that's really important to think about. It's not you, it's them. What they're projecting onto you is that they can't do it. And so they're saying to you, you can't do it, because really what they're saying is they can't do it. So don't listen to them. When you think about it that way, you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's what they're really saying. They're really saying, I can't do it, that they can't do it, not that you can't do it. So when you think about it like that, it gives you a whole different perspective of then how much you will take um, their perspective into account. When you look at it like that, you suddenly go, oh, yeah, I'm not going to take any notice of what they say. And here's what I found. When I was going through law school and, you know, they these people had said to me oh you'll never make it through law school you'll never take you know you'll never finish you'll never start you won't even get in I had some people that told me I wouldn't even get in that um, I wouldn't even get into law school I was like "Mm, that's interesting Um, and this is after I'd been accepted so I was like well hang on no that's not right because I've already been accepted and they were like oh And I was like, yeah, I'm saying to you I'm going. Not that I want to go, but I'm going. So, um, you know, they were wrong there. And that's when I noticed. I was like, hang on a minute. You've just said I won't even get in and yet I've been accepted. So what do you really know? That's when I first started to question what they were saying. What do you really know? if you've just finished telling me I wouldn't even get in even though I have a place and I have been accepted. So that was my first time I really questioned that, um, um, you know, that these people may not know what they're talking about. And the naysayers could come from a teacher. Someone's just put in in the chat room, I had a teacher tell me I couldn't be a lawyer. How the hell would they know? They're not in the legal arena. How would they know whether you can or can't be a lawyer? Even if it's a teacher of yours, really question what they're saying. Why is it that you can't be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever it is you want to be? You need to to question what they're saying, question what their motivation is and ask them, you know, why are you saying that? Why are you saying I can't be a lawyer? I can't be a doctor? Why? And then they'll be like, oh, well, because and I'll give you some really lame excuse. But what they're really saying is they can't do it someone's just put in the chat room, how can someone know what you can or can't be? Exactly. Because when you decide to be something or do something, then you become really tunnel visioned about it. Now, If you're saying to all those people, I want to be a lawyer, for example, or I want to be a doctor, and you're wanting their feedback on whether you can, that's completely wrong. You should know inside whether you can. You don't need their validation. You only need yours. So we need to go to our first break. I'm Bromwyn Smith, your host. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a moment.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9pm Eastern, 8pm Central, 7pm Mountain, 6pm Pacific and Thursday at 11am in Australia. This is it starts with a dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi everybody, welcome back. I'm your host Bronwyn Smith and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And if you do have a dream, if there is something that you want to do with your life and you're not sure how to do it, then contact me, email me, Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com or book a discovery call um, on my website, www.BronwynSmith.com, and we can work together so that you know you have a coach that is cheering for you but more importantly showing you the steps of getting from where you are now to where you want to be and that's really important to have people that are actively helping you and actively showing you the next step and cheering you on to the next step Saying, you know, this is what you need to do this week or this fortnight. Um, so you can, my 2023 calendar is open for uh one on one clients. And if you do have a dream of um being something, it doesn't matter what it is, and you um you'll need a coach. We all need coaches. I often have about two coaches and um, um, they're really great. they it's really good having someone external to be able to see the big picture and then narrow narrow that big picture down into steps. take this step, take that step do this next and you talk about it and you work it out and sometimes the thing that's stopping you and you don't even realize it is your own mindset you know people say over and over again I can't do something well you actually can but what's in your way is your own mindset and you need to change that mindset and hypnotherapy is a great way of doing it changing your mindset from one of I can't I can and I will I can and I will and I will be successful so you know if you're one of the those people that need other people's validation to take the next step so if all your or even a few of your family and friends say that you can't do something you go yep that's right I can't do that that's your mindset that's nothing to do with them They're always going to be naysayers because they don't think that they can do it. So they're going to tell you you can't do it because, hell, they don't want you getting out of your little box. They really don't. They like to keep you in your box, whatever that box is, and do not move. And it doesn't matter where you are in your life. People want to keep you in that box. You know, before I was a lawyer, they wanted to keep me in the box of not being a lawyer. And, of course, once I became a lawyer and I got a job and I was doing well, those naysayers, you know, either became cheerleaders or left my life. But here's the interesting thing. When I was a lawyer and then I decided I wanted to be a coach and a hypnotherapist, People would ring me and ask me if I was having like a midlife crisis. And I'm like, why are you asking me this? You're leaving, you know, a lucrative. Profession of being a lawyer and a lucrative business, you know, my business was doing great. Of being a lawyer to become a coach and a hypnotherapist, like, is everything okay in your life? And I was like, yeah, everything is great. Now, they weren't naysayers as such, they were just questioning why I was doing it, if I was okay. Um, But they thought it was odd that I was changing um, my direction and I was getting out of the box that they knew me in, they knew me in this one box and then I moved. Now, a lot of them, in fact, the majority of them got on board and were like, oh my God, that is amazing that you are doing that leap, that you believe in yourself and believe in your ability to move from here to here. And they were really impressed and became cheerleaders. So a lot of these people, when you start doing it, actually become your cheerleader and the ones that don't become your cheerleaders they just go by the wayside you won't ever hear from them again um, they'll you know go off into the distance they'll live their own life and you'll live yours um, And they might live a you know perfectly wonderful life, but you need to give yourself permission to live the same perfectly wonderful life for yourself. You don't want to be, and you shouldn't be kept in whatever little box that person has put you in. And let's face it, a lot of these people that are naysayers, whether you Go for it, or whether you don't, will probably not be your friend in five years, anyhow. They'll probably just go by the wayside in any event. So, certainly don't follow what somebody else is saying and don't think to yourself, oh my goodness, you know, just stay that person's friend. I've got to stay here. I can't move. I can't expand. I can't grow. Because in doing that, you're not going to be friends anyhow. So, you may as well grow and um you know live your dreams and i say and i say in my book dream a big life um you know, if you aim for the moon, you might fall amongst the stars. And think about that for a minute. Think about if you're aiming really high and you're aiming for the moon and you fall amongst the stars. How absolutely beautiful. What a beautiful life you'll have. How amazing. Okay, you might not quite get to the heights that you wanted to, but you might Just miss and be somewhere equally as beautiful, equally as wonderful. And so don't let people stop you. And I found in my own life that um, you can, you know, use the naysayers to fuel your motivation, to fuel your determination. You know, when people were saying to me, oh, you'll never finish law school, every exam that I had while I was a lawyer, I was like, I've got to pass, I've got to pass really well, I've got to show them. And he was the thing, you know, the family members that had been naysayers, they became cheerleaders. Some of my friends that were naysayers, they equally became cheerleaders, they were really proud of me. But A lot of the friends that have been no I haven't heard from them for 30 years. And that's fine. I'm completely happy not hearing from them for 30 years. It's fine because they weren't friends to start with, but they did fuel me, they fueled me, they motivated me, they made me absolutely determined that I was going to get that piece of paper called a law degree, I was going to get it. And I was going to show them, even though none of them were still in my life. At the time, I got the law degree, I didn't care. I didn't care. I knew that I had that bit of paper. I knew that I'd done it and I had shown them even if they didn't know that I'd shown them, I still felt I have shown them. So really use naysayers as motivation and determination. Use it to fuel you. Use it to I am going to show you that I can do this i am going to show you what i can actually do and i remember um seeing julia roberts interviewed and she was saying that when she was at school she was a geeky kid you know one of those geeky kids and wasn't the really popular girl that you would have expected her to be And even though the friends at school weren't naysayers, they were, oh, you know, you're a um, a nerdy kid, we're not going to be friends with you, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, she became Julia Roberts, you know, like a star. And um, she was saying that she went back for a school reunion. And um, she was interviewed by Oprah and Oprah was like, was everyone like, oh, my God, here's Julia Roberts. Oh, she's a famous star. And Julia Roberts said, no, they still treated me like the nerdy kid they had when I was at school. So there you go. Some people just never change. They never want to become your cheerleader. They will stay the same forever. And that's fine because that's on them. That's about them. That's not about you. It's got nothing to do with you. It's about them. It's about how they feel and think about themselves. It's about what they believe about themselves. Nothing to do with you they're projecting it onto you, they're trying to make it your problem, but it will only become your problem if you let it. If you let them project their negative beliefs or limiting beliefs on you, that's the only time it becomes your problem if you allow them to are projected and then you accept it. It's like being chucked a ball. You know, they chuck you this ball of you can't do it and you catch it and go, yep, you're right. I really can't do it. But here's the thing. Yes, you can. If you are determined enough to do it, if you are inspired enough to do it, if you are going to take the steps you need to take to do it, then you can do it. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter whether it's being a lawyer or a doctor or whatever it is, you can do it. And um I remember, you know, you all know my beautiful uh 17-year-old niece came to live with me and she lived with me for about Uh, two years and um, she'd sort of when she started living with me started saying that she would you know one day like to be a doctor and I was like you know I was like you want to be a doctor and I'd never heard this before she was like yeah 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 I do but my school grades weren't good enough to get into um, you know med school or you know to get the degree I'm not smart enough she'd taken not good grades at school, as in not being smart enough. And I was like, no, 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 no. no. One has nothing to do with the other. And so over that two years, I was like, you can do this, girl. If you really want to do it, if you are determined and inspired enough to do it, then you can do it. Will it take work? Yes. Will it take money? Absolutely, because we have to pay fees here like every other country, university fees like every other country. So will it take work, determination, you, head down, arse up and doing the work to get through those exams? Will it take time? Will it be painless? painful at times? Absolutely. But if you really want to do it, you can do it absolutely you can do it and don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't I'm your biggest cheerleader and I'll cheer you on all the way and so she had to change her mindset but did she I'll let you know after the break you are watching or listening to It Starts With A Dream I'm your host Bromwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be back in just a moment.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. Mm-hmm. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And... Um, If you do have a dream of doing something and, you know, it's sometimes your own mindset that your own brain that is in your way. So you do accept the naysayers. When people say, you can't do that, you go, yeah, you're right, I can't do that. No, 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 no change your mindset. You can do that. Don't listen to those people. Either shut them out completely or use them to fuel you, motivate you, inspire you. So do one or the other, but don't accept what they say because here's the thing they have no idea and I was telling you before the break about my niece you know and she was like oh I didn't get good grades at school so I'll never get through uni I was like no that is not the way to think about things you need to change that mindset and so we would talk about it and I would say to her you know this is the way you should be looking at it do this, think like this, think like that. And slowly her mindset changed to, yeah, I can do this. And so off she went and she applied and she got in to do her pre-med science degree. And good on her, she's just finishing up her first year and it's going to be a long road. And she knows that. It's, you know, all up going to be about 10 years for her to become... Um, a plastic surgeon and um so me and all my friends were like lining up going cool we've got a plastic surgeon in the family excellent and then she said no 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 i'm not going to be doing that sort of plastic surgery she said i want to help people that have been in major accidents and um And I want to help them to become beautiful again, which I thought was just so sweet, so lovely, such a wonderful intention for what she wants to do. So if you're like my niece and you're saying to yourself that you can't for whatever reason, then come and work one-on-one with me. I can really help you change the way you're thinking, reframe the way you're thinking so that you think in a more positive way and that you know that you can do it. You know that whatever it is you want to do, you can actually do it. You can change your mindset from one of can't to one of can and you know, inspire yourself. So you use your imagination to inspire yourself. That's what dreaming is all about. That's why this is called It Starts With A Dream. So it starts in your head of something that really inspires you, intrigues you, motivates you, makes you passionate, gives you joy in life, gives you peace in life, gives you a direction in life, all of that, but you may not have the right mindset or you might not know how to, you know, put it into action and I can help you with that. Or you might not feel confident enough to sort of step out of your own way and do something, you know, completely um, that gives you an oh my god moment and I know whenever I'm on the right track and this is just for me and um, whenever I'm on the right track of doing something and I say to somebody I want to do x y and z so let's make something up just to give you a laugh. I want to be interviewed by Oprah Winfrey right something like that and people laugh at me and I go I'm on the right track now. It is such a big dream that people laugh. That's when you know you've got a really big dream. It's when people laugh at you, when they openly go, ha, 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 yeah, right, on ya. And whenever they do that, I'm like, right, right. Let's play. Let's play. You don't think I can because you laughed, which is just like a red rag to a ball, but I will show you. And who knows whether I'll manage it or not, but I will show you that I can. I will show you that I will. And so I have to step out of my box and do stuff that I, you know, think for days, maybe even weeks about doing. And, um, and I'm thinking, you know, oh, my goodness, am I really going to do this? You know, am I going to, for in this example, am I going to contact Oprah Winfrey to see if she wants to interview me, little old me, like who the hell am I? Am I going to step out of that box? Well, hang on a minute. If I step out of the box, what's my downside? She doesn't respond. What's my upside? That she does respond. She might respond with no. Oh, it's okay. What have I lost? Nothing. But if she responded with yes, what have I gained? Okay, so that's a really big, you know, it's a big example. But I wanted to use a really big example so that you know. So if you're saying, if your 20-year-old or 25-year-old daughter who's passionate about politics is saying, I'm going to be prime minister one day. I'm going to be president one day. And everyone's like, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Go for it. Maybe you'll be vice president, but go for president. Go for it. How great would that be? Go for it. Your daughter, your sister, your friend is president of the United States or whatever country you're living in. How cool would that be? Now you might laugh at first until you see that that person taking the first few steps, until you see them become determined and change their mindset and they, you know, join the political party and then they run for whatever the first step is and, and then they move up, they move up and they move up. And then you start to go, oh, goodness, she might just do it. She might just do it. And that's really cool. So that's my scale of things. When people are laughing, I know it's a big enough dream. Now, you might have something completely different. You might have when everybody becomes a naysayer in your life um, that you know that that's a big enough dream. And they're the dreams that if you really want them, you should absolutely go for it. I mean, they, it's crazy as hell, but who cares? What have you got to lose? What's the downside? What was the downside of my niece applying to do her pre-med degree? Nothing. They might have just said no. Sorry, your grades weren't good enough. No, but they didn't. They said yes, and she got accepted to some of the best universities in the country, one in particular. Uh, I think it's like number two in the country. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. So, you know, you can do it and always look at your downside. If all these people are saying, no, no, you can't do that, okay, so what's your downside of actually trying to do it, of taking the first step? What's the downside of the first step? And that's what you've got to be saying to yourself. You've got to start putting the steps into motion. And as you do put the steps into motion and you start to take them, then the naysayers, all of what they've said becomes much more distant because you start getting a really wonderful confidence that you didn't have before you took that first step. So when you're looking at that first step, what's your downside with that first step? If it's applying to go to university, what's the downside? Them saying no. Okay. Well, how are you worse off than you are now if they've said no? If you want to become a politician, what's the downside? Joining a a political party. Okay, so what's the downside of that? None. Maybe a bit of money if you have to pay. To join, so maybe a little bit of money, that's the downside. If you see me looking up all the time, there's a spider on my roof. I'm just making sure it's not moving towards me. So you've got to look at what the downside is. What is the downside of that first step? And with each step, it's what is the downside? What's the downside? If I put my hand up for an election, what's the downside to that? Okay, you might lose. Well, okay, but you might win. You might win. So, yeah, but we're always winners and losers in life. Winning and losing is something that we are taught from a very young age. You know, the the problem is... Nowadays, we're not really taught to be losers. You know, I mean, what do they say? I remember when my niece was, you know, running or swimming, I can't remember, in a carnival, and they all got a ribbon for participating. She was about five or six. And um, I said, wow, you got this ribbon. That's really cool. She went, oh, Aunty Bron, we all got the ribbon for participating. It's not real. (laughs) I was like, okay, She knew. She knew. And she and then she went and got her blue ribbon because she had won one, she had won one race. So she got it and she said, This is the only real ribbon I got, Ani Brunny. That's it. I won that. The rest are all like, they're just nothing. They're just nonsense. So I just had to laugh. She was six. She knew that in all the other races she was a loser. She didn't use that word, but she was like she knew that the one race she won was the only race that counted. It didn't matter about the other five races where she got a a ribbon for, for participating. She knew. She knew it was nonsense. You know, the school should have saved the money on the ribbons, my view, but whatever. So we're taught from a young age to be a winner, and to lose and you just you know it's how you lose if you lose gracefully and with dignity and you just go you know what I've lost and to the winner congratulations and you know I'll try again next time I'll try and beat you next time so there's always a next time and you can do it differently the next time. Um, or you can go to a different different electorate if that's what you want to do. So, you know, there really isn't much downside for most people in trying to do something um, that they really want to do. Um, Let's go to a break. Um, I'm Bronwyn Smith, your host. You are listening or watching It Starts With A Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a minute.
0: Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to... Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host today, Bronwyn Smith on It Starts With A Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're essentially talking about naysayers, but we're talking about what their motivation is for them to tell you something won't work, but also where's that with you why are you believing it if you are why do you believe what they say they really don't know they don't know whether you can or can't do it you might want to be an astronaut And they, you know, might be happy being an electrician. So how do they know what it takes to be an astronaut? They have no idea, but they do know there's probably six or 12 or maybe 50 people in the world that are astronauts. Okay, so it's a small group of people, but there's only a small group of people that are prime ministers or presidents or whatever, and they still make it. So, you know... My view is always you've got to be in it to win it. You've got to try because, as I said earlier in the show, if you aim for the moon, you might fall amongst the stars. You don't know where that's going to take you. But if you don't try, you have a pretty good idea of where it's going to take you exactly. You're going to be stuck exactly where you are. And I was um, watching some show the other day, I can't remember what it was, but they said something that really resonated with me and it was like um, what it was essentially was they were talking about when people were on their deathbed and they were like, you know, people on their deathbed more often than not have regrets about things they didn't try to do. And I was like, wow, that's so true. So this is what they said just to remind you because it is worth saying a second time. People on their deathbed have regrets about what they didn't try to do, not what they did do, but what they didn't try and do. And that really resonated with me. I thought, I don't want to die with any regrets. I want to give everything a really good go. Everything. Everything I can possibly do, I want to give it a really good go. And if you think about it, you know, where do you want to be? Do you want to give everything a really good go, you know, and see where you land? Or do you just want to stay exactly where you are now? and not move and not explore and not grow and not change Um, and sometimes become angry and resentful because you get to a point in your life, at least some people do, where they go, I'm just too old to do that now. I can't do it. I'm too old. And that might be true for some things, but it isn't true for many, many things. And in my book, Dream a Big Life, Dream a Big Life, um, I talk about this um, woman in Australia, and um, we have—I think I've told you about her before on my podcast. But she has—we have something here called a 1st homeowner's owner's grant, and the government gives you a small amount of money when you're buying your first home, just to help you out. It usually covers stamp duty, but it's a small amount of money just to help you buy your first property. And this woman was on the news because she was the oldest person ever to be given the first homeowner's grant. She was the oldest person ever. So she was buying her very first um, home. And guess how old she was? And for those of you that have watched this before, you'll know, she was a 100 years old buying her first home. And they interviewed her and she said, um, it has been a dream of mine all my life to own my own home, and now I've achieved it. I was like, oh, wow, that is amazing. Now, you all know I watch the news about once every three or four months but when I occasionally when I do I, I see a, someone like this 100 year old lady living her dream it had taken her a hundred years literally a hundred years for her to buy her first time but she did it she achieved it she did it and so whenever I'm thinking I can't do it I go yeah I can this woman bought her own home at 100 years of age. I can do whatever it is, and you can too. Even if you're 80, you can still do it. I saw a, a man, another news, these are going back a long time ago, but a man who uh, lived on the Gold Coast, which is where my mother and sister live, and um, he was saying he was about 92 or 93, And every year he spent summer in Australia and he just worked sort of a a few odd jobs, saved and saved and saved. And then every Australian winter, so European summer, he went overseas. And he was 92 or 93 and he did this every single year. And he was asked why. And he said, well, my wife died, you know, five years ago and you know we'd done everything together and I really thought when she died what the hell am I going to do now like my wife's died my kids are raising their own families they've got their own life you know what am I going to do now my grandkids have, have got their own lives he's like what am I going to do now and he was like you know what, I'm going to just go overseas for three or four months in our winter when we think it's cold, the rest of the world doesn't. And um, I'm just going to go overseas and I'll spend summer in Australia and I'll travel for three or four months. And I'll just, you know, I'll do it once and see how it goes. He does it every single year now and has been for many years. So you know, he had a dream of to travel and he said my wife and I had always wanted to travel. We'd never gotten around to it, but when she died, I decided that I would travel and I'd do it for both of us. So he's in his 90s and living his dream. You can do it at any time. You don't have to listen to these naysayers. And if you have listened to these naysayers, turn it around right now. Turn it around. Don't worry about how old you are. If you're still breathing, you can still do it. That's the rule of thumb. If you're still breathing, you can still do it. And if you need some help, come and work with me one on one and we'll work it out together. You'll have a cheerleader, someone that will help you do these steps and you will actually do it. I know you will do it because I believe in you. And you just need people on your side. And as soon as you've got that, as soon as you've got people cheering you on, then you can, you get the confidence. You like, wow, they believe in me, and then you believe in yourself and you get the confidence. So if you want to work with me one-on-one, email me, from brumwin at or go to my website, www.bromwinsmith.com and book a discovery call with me and we can have a chat about what you need and what I can um, help, help you with and how I can help you. So this is my last show before Christmas. Um, We all go on a Christmas break and um, in Australia it's also our summer break so we tend to, you know, go from Christmas right through um, well into January by having a holiday. So, I want to wish you all the most wonderful Christmas ever, the most prosperous, the happiest, the Christmas full of love. I hope you all have an absolutely really wonderful Christmas, and I wish that for all of you. Thank you so much for watching my show over the last six months. I've um, loved every minute and I've had a really great time bringing it to you, and I hope. Um, that I have helped you along the way, and I can't wait to see you in 2023, a new year, a big year, and um, I think it should be exciting. So over the Christmas New Year break, really start letting your imagination run wild and dream the biggest life for 2023 that you can dream for yourself. And have an absolutely wonderful Christmas and really enjoy being with the people that you love the most. I think we get so messed up with, you know, buying presents and all the glitz and glamour that we forget about. Christmas is really about being with our family and spending time with them. And, you know, um, that's really come back to home um, ever since my father died last year. Um, you know i didn't have enough time with him although i had decades and decades and um but it has really reminded me that the best thing that you can give somebody is your love and your time and actually being with them for christmas and so i hope you spend christmas with all your loved ones and you enjoy it and you fill their lives with love and they fill your life with love and that you have a a completely magical christmas just being in the company of the people that you love most in the world and so on that note have a wonderful christmas and i shall see thank you, you for to
0: listening now. to it starts with a dream show with bronwyn smith arrange your one-on-one appointment today with bronwyn via email at bronwyn@bronwynsmith.com. at it starts with a dream with bronwyn smith returns on wednesday at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.